Hi, fellow Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows we're going to go off the rails. You know what? That's really apropos. It's so appropriate. I should have picked that, because we said off the rails a lot the last couple of weeks. Did we? It's been our thing. It's been our thing, and I missed it in the movie. Shocking. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. Anyway. What? (laughs) You didn't like this? We'll get to this. We sure will. I am Joe, and joining me are two other hives, and their names are Corey. The podcast that'll say anything to stop us from shutting her down. And sequel. The podcast with the need to feed. And I have an honorable mention of the podcast that's going to have to work for its meal. Surprisingly accurate. Startling, really. We're we're really starving here. Please, please help us. Corey didn't bring us any cheesesteaks. No, he did not. I'm an asshole. Cheese steaks were mentioned. I'll bring them next week, guys. Don't Papa you worry. Papa Philly. I can't, Papa can't, Philly over can't here. Can't wait. I'm excited already. It was you, a nice alliteration. Do you use Wiz? Not at home. Okay. I don't like Wiz. So I'm a... I love Wiz like when I go to a place and get like a cheesesteak when I'm there. Right. But at home, nobody, nobody just has a fucking tub of cheese Wiz sitting in their house. I would question your wife's family's... Eating habits, if they did. Well, you I'd bought worry. ten pounds of Philly meat. Yep. So I figured you might have gotten whiz. No. Okay. No, it's it's just kind of hard and unruly to work with in like a small kitchen space. Okay. So it's Fair easier enough. to just industrial or nothing. I got it. Yeah. Got it. You just get some some really nice nice American laid on top, let it melt that way. It's the way to go. Joe, I'm gonna borrow your kitchen next week, though. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. In case you haven't picked up, based on all the uh, related cheesesteak chatter, we did the movie Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, meat. There's a segue in there. And it's listener request movie number five. We're over halfway there now. Woohoo! We did it. Was this a Mitch or was this a Bennett? This was a... This was a Tom. Tom? Yeah. Tom. Tom. Let me Tom. down, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I disagree. <laughs> I kind of, I'm kind of excited about this. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Are you excited because sequel's miserable? Yes. Fair enough. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's we not, will get there. It's not that part of the show yet. Before we get there, we have to let you know what other things we've been watching. Hey, sequel, why don't you start us off? I have two shows and a movie. So last week, I think I said I started 13 Reasons Why. Yes. Yes. I finished 13 Reasons Why season three. And you're you're like in for at least one more, right? Well, there's one more season. It will be the final season. That's good. It, it's good that these things end. Did you think it was stupid or good? I'm very mixed. Okay. I really want to see how it turns out. Are I mean, you gonna, you're invested. Are you going to withhold judgment of this season until you know how it ends? Yes. Okay. Because this show likes to vilify people and then it makes you make you feel bad about them being villains later on and they do that constantly oh no they're not gonna make me feel for bryce are they they're gonna sure as hell try i don't know if it's possible he is the worst character i mean the most evil character in history of television in my opinion i agree with that assessment i think this show really tries to show things from his perspective hmm. it's weird it is weird there's a really weird scene with him and the counselor too you're going to get there? Hmm? You're going to watch it? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk. We will. In a week or two. So far, I'm the only person I know that's finished it. So Do you know keep... people who have started it? Yes. Okay. A couple of people. Yeah, so. Are we on season three? This was season three? This was yeah, season three. Yeah, it just came three. out. Fuck, I got so much to watch. Did you watch one and two? No. That's okay. what I mean. It's if I, a... I decide to dig into it's it. It's a grind. I was season one is heart-wrenching. I know, and that's the problem. I, I think I said I was never going to watch it. When season one came out, and I heard bits and pieces, and I was like, "No, that's not good for my my psyche. Not something I should watch." And don't watch it alone, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If you haven't started, I recommend don't. Yeah. Okay. Even though season one is really good filmmaking, I heard it was it was really it's incredibly good, well done. Yes. But like, if you're not, if you've had a history of mental problems in the past, it's probably not something you should watch. Yeah, I'll agree with that assessment. Sure, and it's an investment because you're gonna have to watch two, and then you're gonna be and then you're gonna be annoyed. disappointed in two, and then three is gonna start, and you're gonna be like, oh, I gotta see how this turns out. And yeah, just this, I recommend not. It's a slippery slope. Good, sure. you know what? That's fair. I needed that actually. The second show is the saddest show on television <laughs> called Friday Night Tykes. Oh God, have you seen this? 
I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've ever actually. Before? Yeah, I, last I, I, season around, right around this time of the season last year. So season four got released to Netflix. They haven't made the show in a couple of years, but I've never seen season four. It's parents and coaches of youth sports. Just, just I think you should drop your kid off and just have them run around with no with no adult supervision and then pick them up in a couple hours and you get to watch them. They are terrible. And it's terrible across the country. I it's bad experiences growing up. I umpired for a few years and just coaches and parents can be the worst sometimes. You know, it's this weird weird thing though like if you don't have some people that are doing that to some of these kids Will anybody ever be good enough to go pro? Will it reduce the quality of like the pro? They're game like there? eight, aren't I, they? I know, and I, that's the thing. Like, there's this weird thing. Like, do that? Does it really need to start that early? And some people agree. That, some people argue that it does. Either way, I agree. These people are fucking monsters. This season, there was eleven year olds. There was one instance where the star player of one team hurt his knee, and then there was a coach on the other side trying to give that player $50 because he took him out of the game. And they said, if this kid comes back in, it's another $50 if you take him out. You're putting bounties on an 11-year-old kid. That's so terrible. Ooh. And you're Come on, on camera. Come on. <laughs> but you know what? And that begs that always begs the question That's with these reality shows. Is, yeah, is it manufactured? If it is, and this is a person with a real everyday life, they are, like, destroyed. People are just going to think they're an, an asshole forever. It's true. It's true. I don't care what money they may have been offered by a reality television show. It's totally not worth it. According to public opinion, you're fucked. Well, to us, they're probably very short-sighted about it. They're like, money now. I'll do whatever you want. Perhaps. And the movie I watched was Do the Right Thing, because it's the 30th anniversary of it. It came out in 89. So wow. Nice. i got to see that one day. It's very good. I'm sure it is. It's very Spike Lee. It's his unique style, and he's in it, and it's poignant, and it's very appropriate for the times we live in today. So, oh, okay. Do the right thing, it's called? Do the right thing. Okay. I'll yeah, put that on the list. Yes. Yes. I'll find, I got it. <laughs> put it on the list. The chat's list. actually pretty, pretty far down there. I got to find it. Yeah, we haven't added to that in a while, yeah. but it's a movie everyone should see. It starts off with a five-minute dance sequence of Rosie Perez dancing to fight the power all right interesting <laughs> all right for the opening credits so that she just goes with it but she used to choreograph the fly girls back in the day with j-lo oh. yeah so that's her first film also is it better than the opening dance number of barbed wire <laughs> i'm gonna go with yes stylistically better yes <laughs> visually uh, depending on what you're into what kind of mood you're in <laughs> Gotcha. But that's it for me, guys. Cool, Corey. What do you got? A uh, couple of quick things that I either finished or caught up on. Finally, I finished *Handmaid's Tale*. I knew that was going to happen. The new one. Nice. Uh, that was. It was good. The, the last couple episodes were pretty flipping good. I. It was one of those ones where you're constantly sure that you're like you have to be on the edge of your seat because you know something bad's going to happen. And it didn't. And it was like you know what? I, I needed this. I needed this little reprieve. Nice. Uh, I caught up on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They're still making that? They are. They're they're prepped to drop another season in October, I think. Wow. What are they in, like, 12? Uh, 14. 14. Yeah, this will be the 14th season. They're the new Simpsons. They are... They Everybody on that show has agreed that they will do it until FX or FXS literally drags them out of the studio. They're currently... They filmed this year at Dunder Mifflin, believe it or not. That's crazy. Yeah, like that's where the filming was. A like weird that. crossover. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, they filmed it where? Like the the set of Dunder the set, Mifflin. The set of Dunder Mifflin in that the office park. That is I where they filmed. Kind of want to watch it now. Yeah, I'm not the big, I kind of give up on it's always sunny. It, it was it hit a sweet spot between like four and seven ish, and then it's just kind of gotten all sorts of off the route, like too much. Because how much can you do? That's true. It really is true. Uh, Okay, so on to the new things that actually matter. I have... Everything matters, Corey. Thank you. The I got two movies. Uh, one new movie, one I haven't seen in forever. Uh, the one I haven't seen in forever is Gangs of New York. Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's a little too long for me. It's a little too long for me. Um, there are moments where Daniel Day-Lewis or Leo DiCaprio are doing a thing in a scene that you could easily chop like two minutes out of be like shorter and sweeter. Like, it, it's... 
Scorsese, right? It's Scorsese. It is. I mean, one of my professors in college tore this movie to shreds for how bad it was historical accuracy-wise. Was it a film class or a history class? No, he just wrote it and published the paper because he hated the movie that much. Oh. And we had to read it for a class. He was a calculus teacher. No, he was a, it was a history. It was a history education teacher. That movie does something I hate. Which is? They gear up for this epic battle that we just don't get, and we're about to get it, and it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. No. doesn't happen. <sighs> fucking bothers me. Uh, I didn't... I totally forgot Liam Neeson was in it. Oh, yeah. He's I never the, knew. Uh, Leo's dad, right? Leo's dad, yep. Mm-hmm. Only in the first five minutes of the movie, but totally forgot. Um... The other new thing, this is brand spanking new for me. I finally got around to watching the Train to Busan. Nice. It is fantastic. Never seen it. It is zombies. It is on Netflix. Okay. Um, Which is why I stopped and watched it. It is. I'm gonna make a note for that in my phone right now. Go ahead. Good call. It's zombies on a train. As far as plot goes to a movie, zombies on a train. Nothing special about the plot. The one thing that this movie does that is incredibly special is it somehow makes me care about characters in such a short span of time. They do a really good job character building and creating character arcs for just a one-time, hour-and-40-minute movie. I feel like that's the thing that a lot of movies can't pull off anymore. Making, like, they giving me multiple character arcs that I actually care about. Train to Busan does that, and that's actually pretty cool. Is there a sequel to Train to Busan? I think they were, I think they're making one. I don't think it's exists yet. Okay. I I, I kind of don't want them to. I loved the way it ended. I think it ends exactly the way that these movies should end. It doesn't leave it open. It does. Okay. It one hundred percent does. But like zombie apocalypse movies can be left open and end and just be done and it's fine. Like it doesn't. Like twenty eight days later, I like that ending. There's one I watched recently that's left open. Which one? Resident Evil. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yes, and we... Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to we'll, get there. We'll, we'll they get, only we'll made like nine of these. We'll get there. Only. We'll get there. Um, as far as... Oh, that's the other thing. Sorry, guys. Letter Kenny. Has anybody started watching Letter Kenny? Fuck on yeah, watch Letter Kenny. It is fucking hysterical. I love, it. I love it so much more than I like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Such a better so show. I have no better. idea what this is. Oh my god. I, it's, I, a, it's a Canadian comedy show, but it's... It's fucking hilarious. It's not exactly a sitcom. It's like a situational comedy. Like... But it's not sitcom in what you're thinking sitcom. It's like The Office, right? They do on-the-fly interviews and everything, and they go about their lives, but it's very, very, so very documentary Canadian. style? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I'll give it that. It's fun. It's so fucking funny. I watched a, a clip, like a video clip from one of the episodes about cooking steak, and I laughed my ass off, and I was like, you know what? One day I'll get around to watching it. A little S&P is good for me. Yeah. Blasphemy. <laughs> you want to get striked? <laughs> No, it sounds like you're overhandling it. What you're squarely handling it. Um, Hulu. 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 It's on Hulu. Okay. It is... I might check it out. It's really good. Corey Hagen. <laughs> Hard no. Hard no. References. It's, it's really good. If you're you haven't started quiet. it yet, definitely check it out. It, you're either going to be into it or you're not, I think. I don't think it's... You definitely won't think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's either you like it or you don't. How many episodes did you watch? Did you start? I'm on Four. Fourth episode? Yeah, I'm on like the fourth. I'm right. just barely into it. The hockey dudes are my favorite characters Holy by far. And have you met Shorzy? I haven't met Shorzy yet. Oh, Shorzy's so great. I think they reference. <laughs> I think they references reference him in episode two or three, but I have not seen him yet. It's. <laughs> I love Squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. It's so good. The show is good. Takes <laughs> back about 20 percent there, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> Watch uh, it. Just, just I, I'm gonna reference it all night if I can. It's, it's good. Please don't. No, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's. You should add that to your list too because it's. I'll, I'll check it out. I don't have high hopes for me. I don't think you're gonna like yeah, it. I don't think I'm gonna like it either. Because no. if it's like Trailer Park Boys, I did not think that was funny. No, it's very. It's, it's in the same vein. Like it's, they're still, they're both Canadian shows. It's mockumentary style in Canada. Yeah, but Trailer Park Boys is. Has its like a couple of moments, but for the most part, it really gets off the rails and gets real shitty real quick. Now that you're back, Corey, I watched two movies. One of them was a Netflix movie that my girlfriend wanted to watch. It was an Agatha Christie movie, I guess. Agatha and the Truth of Murder. It was okay. It's Agatha Christie solving a murder. Classic. 
It was very classic, yeah. Who plays Agatha Christie? I don't know. The uh, only person I recognized is... Uh, I can't even tell you who he is now. If I, if I showed you his face, you'd be like, I know that guy. Got but it. Everyone else in the movie is a complete stranger to me because I don't watch any British television. Sometimes I like that, though. I, I sometimes like sitting down to movies that I don't know if they like they have good bodies of work or not. Like, Train to Busan was, like, refreshing because I didn't know if any of the people were going to be good or bad. And I kind of like that. I do so much movie show watching and stuff. I kind of know a little bit about everything. Everything. And if I don't see them... If I don't recognize anybody or if I haven't heard about it, I'm probably not going to see it because it's probably not worth my time. I don't really get the hidden gem anymore. But that's on me. Yeah, I get it. What else, Joe? And the other thing I watched, I went and I saw The Peanut Butter Falcon. Ooh! Because that movie was awesome. Really liked it? I love that movie. All right. That is the best feel-good movie of 2019, hands down. I watched the whole thing with a big, goofy smile on my face, and it wasn't intentional, it just happened. Do you care about spoilers? I think you should... I don't want to spoil this for you. All right, I'll say after. Yeah. (laughs) Here's here's the thing. I'm really, really going to try to watch it, see it next week. If it's not in the theaters next week... I've missed my opportunity, and you can spoil away. But I think you should. I, I think you should be okay. Yeah. But I hope you get to see it. Did you have a full size theater, or did you have the small? Full, the full size. I had a full size theater yeah. as well. That's probably okay. the same one. So you probably have a shot still. Okay. Because I'll probably I, move it to one of the smaller ones. Yeah, first. the yeah, way yeah. AMC works around here. That's so. good. That's good for me. Yeah. There was one more thing that I wanted to mention about it. Oh, you didn't like the ending. You thought Not it was rushed. I yes. really like the ending. Like I'm perfectly fine with it. Wow. Okay. There's like... I just think for the, for the scope of the movie, I think the ending fits. Like, I get how they could have expanded on it, but I, I think it works. There's two reasons I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It was rushed, and it was a little fantasy-esque. Do you think he really... Yes. Yes, I do. Do you want to... It looks bad if it... <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's in slow motion. I, this is Jake the Snake is. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Don't do this. Don't do this to me. Okay, you guys I are so all right, close. All right, all right, we're done. We'll go into. I highly though. recommend people out there go see the Peanut Butter Falcon and I recommend it. I recommend it as well. It's so good. I'm guessing this is going to make your top ten films of, of the year. Almost certainly. Yes. It's it's going to be high too, based it, on what I've seen this year so far. It's in my top ten as of now. Shit, I really need to see this movie then. Also, Shia LaBeouf is amazing in it. I think uh, Thomas Hayden Church is also really, really good in it. Yes. Really, everyone in the movie is good. I don't have a problem with anyone's performance. I never problem with Dakota Johnson. I think she's good. I, think I she's just really good. They, they make another choice with her that I feel is kind of just thrown in. Yeah, we'll talk after this. Yeah. Is this Shia LaBeouf's best movie? I haven't seen all his wow. movies. Wow. Okay. Um, I haven't seen Fury. I'm pretty sure he's good in that. Yeah, but he's not really featured as much in Fury as he is in. This actually, I'm actually trying to think if I've seen another. You have. I've seen Constantine. I've never seen Transformers. You've uh, never seen the original Transformers. I've movie? seen a little bit of it. Oh wow! The okay. only Transformers movie I've seen in full is Bumblebee. Wow! It's the first live-action Transformers. The original is the animated classic. Of Correct. The 80s. Yes. Yes. I'm the sorry. Best one by far. Clearly. Clear. Actually, not by far. Bumblebee's very good too. Um, I liked Holes as a kid. I didn't see Holes. I've seen about 20 minutes of Holes. I honestly didn't think that was Shia LaBeouf. I thought it was somebody else. I liked Even Stevens, but that's not. I didn't a, see that. That's not a movie. I saw about 15 minutes of Eagle Eye, and that movie didn't seem very good. Well, Wall Street, the sequel for that, he was that was a terrible movie, and I wasn't a fan of the recent Indiana Jones. So I guess yeah. Oh yeah, I, I forgot guess, he was in that. Yeah, that movie's not good. Based on what I'm thinking, of, I know he was in that Borg and McEnroe movie that didn't do very well at the box office. Um, so, yes, by default, I feel this is the best Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Also for me, by default, yeah, until I see more of them. Fair enough. Although it could be, anyway. But I feel this movie will lead to more opportunities. I know he's kind of crazy in real life, uh, but I think this can but our, he, jumpstart his yeah, career. Artistically, like he's, he's got a lot of talent. Yes. He's coming out with that, another weird movie, Honey Boy. Got I, Lucas Hedges in it. Apparently that kid's just 
an indie darling because he's in all these indie movies. I got a trailer for that for for. Uh, yeah, so did I before it. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Me too. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really weird. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be really yeah. weird. And uh, that's what we've been watching. Let's cut this because it's been long enough. Mm. We got to get to the fascinating meat of the podcast, which is Resident Evil, which I'm gonna give you the movie facts for right now. Came out in 2002. It's rated R. It's one hour, 40 minutes long. Directed by Paul W. S. Anderson. It stars Mila Jovovich, Michelle Rodriguez, Eric Mabius, James Purefoy, Martin Cruz, and Colin Salmon. Budget for the movie, $33 million. It, it grossed $102 million, $40 million domestic. The scores, we got Rotten Tomatoes coming in at 35%. Certified dicks. It's been a while. It has been a while. Audience disagrees, 67%. Oh. IMDb, 6.7 out of 10. What the fuck? Exactly in line with that audience rating. Metacritic, 33. Good job, Metacritic. User score on Metacritic, 6.8. God damn it. The highest of the ratings, as usual, is user score on Metacritic. <sighs> Who's a Metacritic? Yes, I know. Let's move <laughs> on. Let's do our general thoughts now, which are, as always, are spoiler-free. Do we do box office? Yeah. 30, uh, $102 million. 40 of it's domestic. What was the budget? 33. I should have paid attention more. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you're zoning out. I'm just... Yeah, you're getting in the zone. You're boy, ready. He's ready. I he's think, so ready to pounce. Here. I think we're at the... We're, we're here. We've, I'm at the doorstep. Let's I'm going to seed my talking first to see what sequel gets out the gate. I think it was my turn. It It is. No, no, but I mean like when we get into like spoilers. Oh. I usually say something. Yeah. No, no I'm going to wait for you. Okay. Okay, well, let's do general thoughts before we get into spoilers first. You're right. Which, as always, is spoiler-free. And I'm going to kick it to Corey first. Uh, I remember liking this movie as a kid, and it makes a lot of sense because I feel like a kid who doesn't have a good appreciation for cinema would think this is good. Uh, As an adult, not so good anymore. Um, There's a lot of, to put it nicely, plot problems with this movie. Uh, And it it tends to get a little boring in, in spots, which is just not something that should happen in a zombie flick. Those are my general thoughts. Sequel, what are your general thoughts? This movie's bad. It was my first time seeing it. I never want to see it again. We'll get into details after spoilers. Drop the mic. <laughs> Wait, don't drop don't the drop mic, the Sequel. Mic. No. <laughs> you monster. Uh, this is my second time seeing Resident Evil. The first time I saw it, I thought it was boring and not very good. This time I saw it and I thought it was boring and not very good. I don't know how uh, much detail I can get into right now. The thing I will say is that if you're going to watch a Resident Evil, this is a Resident Evil pro tip from Joe. Hold on, wait. Joe tip. Ooh. That's been in front of me my whole life. Never realized it until right now. You know what? It's good that you, at least now, you have the rest of your life to capitalize on it. It's true. I Joe can... tip. Don't leave it behind. I waste. Never. <laughs> but if you're going to watch a Resident Evil movie, watch the second one because it kind of recaps this movie and it's better. It's not good, but it's better. And those are our general thoughts. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling Resident Evil. And I believe sequel is going to be the one to start us off. This movie doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Everything that transpires doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Now, I didn't play the games. If the games were as bad as this movie, I don't know how they were able to make, like, 12 of them and spawn, like, seven sequels to this piece of shit. It's... What they're trying to do is asinine. I don't understand why. The, the, they show you something at the beginning to confuse you. Then they do an exposition dump like 10 minutes later to explain what goes on. That's just poor filmmaking. That's poor choices. Why do that to, to begin with? Also, what, what the hell is with the early 2000s and making everything fucking chrome? There's so much chrome in this movie. There's a lot of chrome in this movie. Morton Joe would be proud. Chromed yeah. out. Yeah, there is a moment about, I guess, 30 seconds into, like, the opening credits rolling. I was like, oh, man, Seagull's gonna hate this shit. He, you, because you hate the text on screen in general. Yes! And, oh, my God. And then they combine it with a narrator really reading lazy. the text yeah. that's on the screen. I'm like, pick one. One or the other. Like, I don't What's care the... which one. Mm. They're both gonna be bad, but pick one and, and pick a lane. Yeah, that's set the, the only tone. way it would have been worse was if it was barbed wire style, which is funny that I referenced that twice already, yeah. where they have this text on the screen and then they have a narrator in a completely separate scene that's true. just tell you the exact same thing. That's true. So, again, just being a dumb kid that doesn't really care about plot and stuff like that, 
I could see this movie being at least moderately entertaining. There's a lot of explosions and gunfire and monsters attacking people. Like, it's really okay. not that much. It, but that's it's the a thing. It's very boring, plotting movie. It really takes a while for it to get there. And then if you go into it and actually follow step-by-step step what the plan is, it makes no fucking sense. Why open the hive only to put a machine on it that says in three hours we have to close it down permanently? Bitch, just close it down permanently then. Like, I don't understand why they needed to go see the, the queen, the red queen. They had to like, shut her. I don't know. Why did they have to shut her down? Because they're just going to lock the hive up anyways. No clue. I don't know. It's a murderous rampage. Maybe they need Everybody's to retrieve dead. the... The antivirus. Uh, but they that, didn't tell us this. But I'm assuming no, maybe they had to retrieve something from the hive, and that's why they go in. That wasn't their mission. Yeah, their mission strictly was to go and shut down the queen. That was it. This is dumb. It is dumb. Yes. And the thing is, like, again, they on their way in, they put that little like timer up. That's like, by the time they get to the door, it's like two forty-seven, and he's like, we find later in the film when they're like trapped. He's just not, I think I think it's Mila Jovovich. Is like. Well, eventually they'll come down and find us, right? And one of the soldiers is like, no, um, when the timer goes off, we're just shutting it down entirely. What, why'd you go down in the first place? If you were like the Black Ops team, why do you take these two people down with you? Like, it, it, What is happening here? I'm still not entirely positive what their mission was. Because, it, again, it makes zero sense. They have to infiltrate the hive to prevent the outbreak but if they just shut if it, they just leave the hive alone, there's no outbreak, right? Because it's, it's a concealed well, area. That's, what, that's literally what the Red Queen is doing. Right, is shutting down the hive so to contain the outbreak. In my humble opinion, she's the hero of this movie. I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> humble or otherwise, I think logically speaking, she's clearly the hero of this movie. It's she's uh, the smartest person in the movie. Yeah, and she's not even a person. person. Well, she has an avatar. I, I mean, I actually have seen. A pretty good amount of these movies, believe it or not. I'm so sorry. I've seen the first two. I've seen Nemesis. I think I've seen everything up to the last two. Which I feel like Nemesis is like the fifth one, just randomly. It is. I thought it was the fourth one. Might be the fourth. Fourth or the fifth. I just it was a group of friends wanted to go see a movie, and that that was what was playing. And that one's like enjoyable. Because, hey, it's a zombie movie where they're actually out on the streets yeah, killing zombies. That's what a zombie movie should be. That's the second one. Exactly. That's Apocalypse. That's why I like that one. Apocalypse is like that. Nemesis is like that. Then they get into, like, the actual... Eventually, she goes and, like, starts attacking the Umbrella Corp. And there's still, like, a lot of zombie things happening. But, like, there's more, like, the monster stuff happening, too. And it gets bad. It gets one of them are in the desert for a while. I actually I really know. like that one. I have no idea which one it is. I feel like yeah. it's the second most Third recent one, one to come Extinction? Out. Is that Extinction? It might be Extinction. It sounds like Extinction with a desert and stuff. Yeah, I, li- I like that one a bit. Do you play the games? Either of you? I've, I've played. A little bit. Not I've, a lot. Yeah, I think I played Resident Evil 2. I might actually buy it. They just re-released Resident Evil 2. I might get it again. It's supposed to be really good, the re-release. That's what I've heard. Yeah. See, the thing is... It, it's been so long since I've played any of them, but the old ones, the super old ones, yeah, were very, very slow. Yes. It was like super resource management. You're only coming up against one to three zombies at any given point. And it's a lot of puzzles and resource management. And then eventually you get to like the big bads and you have it to would do be painful shit. to play today, I'm pretty sure. It I've, would be, yeah. Be There's so a lot tedious. of strategy. I played bits and pieces of the original games with my cousin, mm-hmm. and again, those dogs are impossible to kill. Like as as a kid playing those games, you're not going to do it. Yeah, I th- there were it were video games for like adults or like older teens. Yeah. I feel with with the amount of strategy involved in it. Yeah, it, like you had to be real careful about what you used and when. And this movie has none of that. <laughs> Whatsoever. It kind of has like bullet management. They have, they have, they run out of bullets a lot. They say they don't want to waste a bullet at one point. They don't. It, there's a lot of. So Alice is getting her memories back th- throughout. Slowly the, but surely. Slowly. You're touching I people. I have no idea whose side I'm supposed to be on for any of the characters. It's so convoluted and confusing and unnecessary. Make it straightforward, clear cut. If you're gonna make a zombie movie. There's a, there's a formula you can follow. You already got the brand with Resident Evil. Just make it going around killing zombies. That's all you have to do. You don't need this convoluted, stupid backstory. Whether that really involves the video game or not. Yeah. Who knows? It's not hard. No, it's not. But they chose to make it hard because they were just like, 
we have this crazy vision, we have this IP that people are attached to. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, what's crazy is that it made enough money for them to make another one. And that movie made enough money for them to make another one. And and so on and so forth. It's it's crazy. Like, And again, once you kind of get more into it, you actually start getting more of what you expect out of a zombie franchise. And this you get a lot of foundational groundwork stuff, which is fine. I'm pretty sure this is almost certainly the worst of the Resident Evil. Which movies. is pretty crazy. Right, because we went through the scores briefly last week after the show. I think this is ranked the highest like critically, but it's definitely the least amount of fun. Yeah. There's no fun in this. No, this is a joyless, boring movie. Again, it takes till confident. I, I can confidently say it's around the 27, 27 minute mark is when the laser beams show up. Okay, that's the coolest kill, but that scene also makes no sense. Yeah, I have the. It's not my least favorite scene, but that scene is the scene where um, the movie does something that I absolutely hate when movies do. It's a cardinal sin for a movie like this. They killed off the best actor in the movie. The leader of the... Yeah. Yep. Colin Salmon. They killed him off... The best actor in the movie killed him off 25, 30 minutes into the movie. Correct. Awful decision. It awful, is. Awful, awful decision. And the thing is, like... What's her name? Melissa Rodriguez? Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. I don't generally hate Michelle Rodriguez and other things. I don't think I've ever seen her in something that I like her in. I didn't hate her in Fast. She's good in Fast. She's good in SWAT. Uh, the ones I've seen, she barely even speaks in. Um, you guys haven't seen Widows, but she's very good in that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen her in things that I don't... Have. Or at the very least, I think that she can pull off acting and not make it theatrical and ridiculous. And half of her lines in this are theatrical and ridiculous, and I hate it. They're terribly written. Yeah, they're terribly written, and she's overacting it. To I'm like, going to go get laid after this. Yeah. <laughs> That's an awful line. When she, like, gets mad at a computer and tries to rip out the computer, like... Threatens to rip out the computer's brain. I'm like, what are you fucking saying? She's my le- she's my least favorite character in the movie, which is a shame of how she's treated. She got she was bit, right? Yeah. The program says if you get bit, you're going to turn into a zombie, right? Yes. They flat out say it. They know she's been bit, but they keep her around anyway. Classic zombie trope. Yeah. They keep Stop doing it. this in movies. This is it. why they fail. I hate it. Just stop it. And the thing is, well, here's the other thing, too, is, like, there's no emotional connection to her. Yeah. So it's killing her right off the bat is just fine. And it's, it's start, and, like, it, that, they They don't even know her. And that's the thing. They do this thing, this scene later when she's on the train where um, Alice is about to, like, shoot her in the head because she thinks that she's dead. And she, like, comes up, grabs the gun, and is like, I'm not dead yet. And she gets, like, real emotional, like, oh. You bitch, I could kiss you. I'm like, yeah, like, why? 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 I'm pretty sure she's contagious. Why? 30, 35 seconds later, she actually does turn. Like, what yeah. if? It makes no difference. Ridiculous. I hate that part. She willingly, she, she willingly That's said. That's my least favorite scene, by the way. When she doesn't, she doesn't pull the trigger? It's yes. not mine, but. It's just my least favorite scene because, again, it's like 35 seconds later, she does turn. Yeah. And they have to kill her. But, like. <laughs> I hate when she turns, she does the neck crack thing. Like, oh, she yeah. was still a human, and then all of a sudden she just looks up and she has zombie eyes. I'm like, ridiculous. Zombies don't do that. Yeah, you know what, then? You let let that go before you watch Train to Busan. They do human stuff like that? Yeah. Let, let... Well, that's different. If they established in, like, the lore of the movie that they do that, these zombies don't do that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we don't know. We, we have never we've, seen any of We've seen turn. them walking around, and they're just. Slow and stupid, and they don't walk like how humans do. Oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They don't have human mannerisms. I do want to go back to this laser grid beam scene. Please, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it ends with our favorite actor getting diced up. In incredibly undodgeable fashion. Why didn't the computer program just do that from the beginning? Just having goal? fun with them, I guess. It's, th- it it's an doesn't AI. have it's not, fun. It's an AI. It's not... It's not a straight machine where it just follows orders. That like, doesn't it matter. That doesn't matter because her goal is to kill them because she doesn't prevent any any yeah, of them from leaving. Have fun with it. No. Why not? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I don't know any AI personally, it is, but they it might is consistent have fun. though. Yeah, that is consistent because by gassing everybody in the beginning and like killing them, she also decides to have fun by decapitating the lady in the elevator or drowning the other group that's in the lab. Like yeah. she doesn't just kill everybody by a gas. She's mischievous. Yeah, I hate it. That's fair. You hate most of this, though. I hate all of it. All of it? There's no... You don't have a favorite scene? I do have a favorite scene. Okay, good. Yeah. Nice. 
So, without remembering the, the other ones, Alice is OP as fuck. Well, yeah. It, it only that's, gets crazier. That's the whole point. Like, bullets seem to not have a lot of effect on zombies, but her kick sure does. For sure. <laughs> she literally They also don't shoot them in the head, ever. I don't understand. I, I just... I refuse to understand that. They had no TV telling them that you gotta damage the head. Although the, the AI does tell them that. And then they still don't really go yeah. after the head, though. And they're like ops. Like... Come on. Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible at their job. Yeah, these special ops guys probably would be doing headshots anyways. It's like the worst it should special be. ops. It's like, you guys get Raccoon City. <laughs> you guys get the suicide mission. <laughs> We're sending in the F squad. The What's our mission? mission that... We don't even know. Let's go in there. But the, So they take, they take her out. She's been bit three times. Definitely should be dead and turned by now, but... Whatever, let's hand wave it for now. Other people that have been bit turn almost immediately. <laughs> but she, she's, she's, you know, she's got strong spirit. That's, well, that's who, all. who does in the party? Because she didn't die. Usually after, it, if they die, if they get bit and then die soon after, then yeah, they turn. I can excuse the hand bite. Sure. Yeah. But the fact that she gets bit in the upper arm and the neck, that should take you out, make you turn. We don't really know how long this movie takes place in the span of, but I understand that, yeah, she should have turned quicker than she did. Well, when... Because, like, take Blade 2, for example. That dude got bit in the neck, and he doesn't turn for a while. Spoilers, I guess. Ha- handsome, did that one. handsome but deadly. Um, don't know what his name is. Uh, what? The, 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 guy that's st- the guy that kicks the whole thing off. Alice's husband. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I don't know. Is that James Purefoy, the actor? Spence? Spence. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's James Purefoy. I knew him from something, and, like, it bothered me the entire time. Then I'm like, oh, it's from the show The Following. He's the cult guy. So, he, like, all of his memories rush back, all in one quick motion. So they find out that there is virus and antivirus on the train. They take Michelle Rodriguez's character back to the train... Yet they never think to actually shoot, like, inoculate her. Why? They do. They do? They, they do. do. And, and it just the, doesn't work? The Red yeah, Queen even work. says it's too late. The oh, antivirus okay. yeah. won't work. Just, just oh, like there's I, a I, chance, I, and then they have their dumb and dumber moments. So you're saying there's a chance. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And then I think they shoot the other, the tech guy also, because he's been bitten in the leg or something. So they tried. Didn't work. So everything effects wise, let's let's get into the effects because oh, they're garbage, be hot garbage. So here's my here's my take, and this might be the hot take of the table. If it's practical, I don't hate it. What in this movie was practical though? Just the way that the, like the zombie makeup. Okay, that's that's not Make, awful. Makeup and hairstyle. Sure. Makeup and hairstyle. Yeah, I think it's fine. I thought the dogs look bad. The man. dogs look bad. The dogs are definitely CGI. Anything CGI? Well, when the dogs are running, it looks like they're wearing, like, a ragu spaghetti sauce, like, awful coat. Yeah, they're awful. just covered in, yeah, weird, goop. Weird goop. That's gross. So, like, the dogs look fucking awful, and whatever that monster is that mutates every time it tastes... It, the, the liquor? Yeah, every, every time it gets fresh DNA, yeah, it mutates terrible. fucking awful. When that thing busts out of whatever container it was in... Might have been the worst use of CGI I've ever I've ever witnessed. It was I, only like a, a split second. I was like, that block that scene. Fucking awful. Oh my god. Also, effects wise or just like set wise, when they are about to be drowned, they're the water's filling up and they're pounding on the glass. The glass gives, mm-hmm. like, and you can see gaps in the side. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just really great. Well, well, they also take a chunk out of the glass with the axe. But it's so thick that it doesn't matter. Right. It, until they go down there and like the room's filled up with the water. Yeah, yeah there's water's poking through the and holes. And then and then apparently that's the blockage that makes them need to go around the long way. Yes. You get you can't walk through some some brackish water. I think you'll be alright. You'll be alright. Just move on through. Nah. Again, I I, I think just the pro one just right out of the get go, this thing is a fucking mess. I, I honestly can't get over the fact that they even sent them down there. It's fundamentally Can, just wrong. It's <laughs> the Red Queen did exact did the right thing. Prevent tried to prevent the outbreak. She was like, "Okay, this we're screwed." And so why? Like, 
of course, I guess if you look at it from a larger franchise, there may have been a reason for it because they needed to recover the T-Virus for Umbrella's ultimate plan. But still, it Ch- seems pretty fucking dumb to send them down with the explicit instruction that you need to lock it down, considering they had to like go through all of this stuff to get in there in the first place. Actually, yeah, so they, they had people sent in with three goals of getting the T-Virus. Alice trying to get it to like expose the Umbrella Corporation. Yep. The F-Squad hit team to get it to help the Umbrella Corporation, and that one guy to sell it. Spence to sell Spence it. Spence to sell it. But Spence and Alice are working together, supposedly for the U.S. government, to try to like undermine But Spence is dirty. Spence is dirty. And I don't Spence just is... mean in bed. Wow. They have flashbacks of it. Yeah, I know. They do. That's, that's apparently their only relationship that we get privy to, is that one time they were in bed together. But they're married. But they're with married. With Umbrella Corp rings. Oh my god. <laughs> Property of Umbrella Corp in, like, engraved in the ring. <sighs> Jesus. So dumb. Yeah, the first five minutes of this movie are okay, and then it just it's all downhill. And that's the thing. So once you get... I guess the first five minutes is when she wakes up in the tub, right? Pretty much. And, yeah. And the opening sequence in the hive is fine. Like, okay. Of the computer deciding to kill all of them. I didn't like the elevator, but again, sure. I have a problem. It's just me. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that the elevator scene is fine. If I, I don't think it's fine in the way that they actually executed it, but if she had like gotten halfway through and they had just dropped it and they just ended it right there. That I think is okay. Is there is there anyone that's gonna be willing to stick their head out? You're in an elevator that with the brakes that are going, and if they got the door opens like a smidge, oh, I can fit. No, you can't. What are you doing? The, the thing <laughs> is, that the, the immediately after she gets her her head and her shoulders I'm are like stuck. blocked, I'm stuck. That's I would it. be like, all right, Pull never mind. In. Pull, Pull me back, back in. in. Yeah. It's like, how did you get stuck so fast? You could definitely come back out. Pam For Beasley real. in the office nails this. When she's on the elevator that's malfunctioning with Kevin, and Jim's like, want me to help you out? She's like, nope, afraid of being cut in half. Yes, that's the right answer, Pam. You don't know what the hell's going to happen with that she's elevator. She's with Dwight, though. She's with the Dwight. That's right. But he yeah, establishes so. a peak corner. That's right. <laughs> We've been here for 30 seconds. Kevin's the one that screws with the buttons as yes. a prank, right? Yeah. I've got 32 ounces of liquid in my bladder. Fuck, what was I going to say? Yeah, so when Alice wakes up and we get everything up to... The squad, like, breaking in through the windows. That's where the movie goes downhill. Once the squad <laughs> yep. appears, it, it's... That's it. It's no saving this movie. Agreed. I didn't get that... It feels... But it feels like Resident Evil. That plastic... Yeah. That plastic sheet... I don't know what the plastic sheet's for. Has it been... <laughs> the like, the house, has the house been abandoned no. for a while? No, there's, like, plastic sheets over, like, the oh, statues. statues I stuff. think they just moved in, because, uh... Or somebody just moved in. I don't know. No, that, that was Matt. He's a police officer, but he's not in a relationship with Alice. No, Matt is know. Matt is there to try to get the T virus to expose them. Right. Via her sister. Meet, yeah, he was there to meet somebody. His Maybe sister. It was Alice. Right, and Matt gets taken for the Nemesis program at the yep. end of at the, the film. End. And he becomes Nemesis in the second one. Spoilers. Spoilers. And it's way better than this movie. It's still it not is. good, but it's well, probably. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's not it's great. way better than this. It's Nemesis is that's more the one, fun. That's the one I saw in theaters then. Well, Apocalypse is the second one, and that's the one where he's Nemesis. That's the okay. sequel to this. Right. But the one with Nemesis is the one I saw in oh, okay. theaters. And so I like that that's one. The second one. That's yeah. the one. There's a cool the... scene with a church. There's the it's guy also... from how oh, that Showtime show I can't remember the name of. Not Homeland. Day Day from Friday, isn't that right? Next Friday? Uh, I don't remember. I think he's driving and he runs over a zombie. He's like, yeah, 10 points. I love that part. I think so. Yep. That, that rings <laughs> uh, a bell. That's the desert one, isn't it? He's in the desert one also. Oh, got you. Yes. Yep. Okay, so yes, probably. A bunch of people from the second one continue the story in the third. Because they get out of Raccoon yes. City and then they're on the run. But the outbreak has inevitably taken the globe. And blah, 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 blah. Yes. Oh, I think this is the guy who plays the Gigolo in Deuce Bigelow. Yep. Antoine. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Oded Fairher or something? Fahir? He's, he also plays the... Um, Wasn't the Antoine? He, he's in The Mummy. He plays the one that ends up teaming up with them to try to stop it. I think that's him anyways. Wasn't Antoine Eddie Griffith? Griffin? Griffith? Griffin? No, he's the... That's his friend. That's his, Okay. Yeah, the... I forget his character's name in Deuce Bigelow, but gotcha. he's definitely in it. 
He's eating a sandwich in a hot tub. I remember yeah. that. And the tomato goes floating. Deucey! <laughs> I'd rather talk, almost rather talk about Deuce Bigelow than keep going with Resident Evil. Absolutely. That seems to be the way that this uh, podcast is going. So, I mean, let's... Well, we are running out of time, so... Perfect. So, do you have a favorite? Yes. What is it? The ending scene when she grabs a shotgun. Okay. Because uh, that, I... that leads into the movie that I want. Fair. 45 seconds before that... Probably one of the things I like the least when she wakes up and looks up. It's just like screaming and yeah. yanking IDs out. I'm like, oh there yeah, are, there are better ways to do all of this, lady. Like, and the way she escapes from the lab by by like yeah, like get out of here. Yeah, she uses <laughs> that was absurd. She oh. uses an IV on a swipe card and it just magically on like I just I fucking hate it. She hacks the swipe lock with, with, an, with IV, an IV needle, a blood covered IV needle. In actuality, the only thing that would happen would that she would disable the swipe and be locked in there forever. Forever. Yep. <laughs> She'd have a... Never mind. Oh, God. Spoil, I was, was... going to spoil a different movie. Fair. I'm glad you didn't. The... Yeah, I that... Just like her like looking up and just... Like, I fucking... She did the home improvement noise? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to make the home improvement noise, but you're absolutely right. That's what that was. What, yeah, she just starts screaming, and I fucking hate it. And then she, like, yanks the one out of her head. I, that part was gross, because that, like, that shot took too long. Yeah. I, I guess 30 seconds before that, when you think they're, like, getting out, and then the, um, I guess the containment team yep. shows up. I'm like, oh, my God, there's more of this. <laughs> I thought we were in for, like, 30 minutes more. I was so happy they ended it there. I legitimately couldn't remember how much more movie there was. Like I knew I that there was, that was the end. I knew there was a little a little bit after they escaped the hive. I couldn't remember how far it goes. Because I remember them getting separated and her yelling for Matt yeah. as he's being is it dragged. Matt or is it Max? Matt. Matt. It is Matt. Okay. Um, favorite for me, the. I think you had, did. You just say that your favorite was that first five minutes. No, I just think that's the best part of the movie. That's not my favorite scene. Perfect. My favorite part. For me, it actually is that scene. When she wakes up in the tub, gets dressed, and starts walking around, it looks and feels like the video game. And I like that. That's very true. Where it's a little bit slow and dark and creepy, and you're not sure what's going to pop out from around the corner. That's the type of stuff. She's exploring. Yeah, that's the type of stuff you get early in Resident Evil games. Even the opening the drawer and seeing the guns in there... Yeah. Like Oh, that's very video game esque. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be locked like that. You would need to go around, find a bunch of letters to unlock your memory to get the code to go back and get that stuff. The only thing that's not video game is her human reaction to it. Because in a video game when you open up you're like, Oh sweet. And yes. you just press yeah. Y to pick them up. <laughs> so that that's actually probably my favorite. It's it's dumb, there's nothing that happens, but at least it feels like a Resident Evil game and I appreciated that. My favorite scene is when they're on the train and they yell at, I forget who it is, to open the doors, and then he shoots Michelle Rodriguez through the head and knocks her into the button that opens the doors. <laughs> Just because why not? Yeah. Was that Kaplan? I think that was Kaplan. That sounds yeah. right. Is that right before Kaplan? No. It was, e- after Kaplan? it was either Alice, Matt, or Kaplan. Kaplan gets separated and shows up magically. He does. Yeah, but yes. he's, yeah he's back on the train at the right. end. Right? Does he die on the train? Does the train I think everybody off? dies on the train. Except for Matt and Alice. Yeah. But how does he die? Because obviously she gets shot in the head. There's only the four of them at that point. Because... I don't remember how he dies. They drop it down, it falls, and then that's when the tongue comes up and reaches and grabs him down, isn't it? Does uh, the tongue knock him out? No, because they stab the tongue and that's what like lights him on fire. I don't remember. I, don't I know remember the door gets dies. ripped. I know the door gets ripped off and one of them dies that way. Whatever. Anyway, so yeah. that's that's my favorite part of the movie. Did you do your least favorite part? No. None of us have, I don't think. I did mine. Which what is what? It? Michelle Rodriguez has a whole her character. Got it. Getting okay. bit and just keeping them alive with no emotional connection. It's nothing to anything. And that's the thing. They try to force Alice and her like having this bond. I'm like, why would they have this bond? When did it happen? I didn't see it happen. Like in Shaun of the Dead, I get it. Because that's his mom. <laughs> yes. There's no freaking reason at all at that point. Well, at first she's with the team that she works with, so I get that. But if it was if it was slowly left up to like Alice and Matt and Spence who don't know her from a hole in the wall, Alice is the one keeping her alive. 
This roundhouse kick her right in the face is more effective than your stupid gun. Just snap her <laughs> neck in one kick. Done. She also said, kill me at some point. And then the Red Queen's like, if you kill her, I'll give you the codes. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, okay, let's Done. do that. And then they don't. I'm like, that's that's dumb. And then she smashes the, the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. She's not Captain America. She's not refusing to exchange one life for another. Well, she, I mean, she is, but... But her character... Corey, what's your least favorite? My least favorite scene is the one guy who has the revolver, because one, why does he have a revolver? Everybody else has got, like, regular 9 millimeters, and this guy's got a fucking revolver. He's old school. But then he gets trapped, and he's on the thing, he's got one bullet left, and he's like, huh, that's lucky. He goes to blow his brains out, they're all running away... You hear the gunshot, you pan back to him, and he shot the one zombie that was getting close to him, and he throws the gun. He's like, you have to work for your meals. No. Fuck that noise. No. You're already bit. You know, you're dying. Put that bullet in your head like a regular goddamn person. That's insane. The dumbest thing I've ever seen. You're not making it out of there. There's no way. There's just, it's just the stupidest decision ever. He's a coward. He refuses to take that way out. I don't know. <laughs> I hate it. So he's too much he's too much of a chicken shit to shoot himself. But he feels more confident about just standing there and watching them slowly crawl up to devour his body. Come on now. I'm guess he's I'm guessing he spotted the way that he crawled out of there before he did that. Otherwise I mean he's dumb either way, but he's really dumb if he did that without an exit plan. He did. He's just gonna sit there and wait for them to come up and kill him. But he escapes that room. No he doesn't. He does. He meets up with them later. Is that Kaplan? This yeah, when he, when he says you have to earn your meal. Yes. You have oh, to work shit. Your, he yep. crawls out he of crawls there. Out. Fuck, he crawls out of there. Yes. Ugh. I fucking hate it. He shouldn't have. There's no no, it's, way it's granted, anyone it's dumb. could survive. Yeah. I, I, but he honestly, does. That's... Off screen, he does. Yeah. No, you're, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Now that you say that. He, he's incapacitated. There's no... Well, it's, it's right to be your least favorite, but probably for a different reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. Sure. Because okay, yeah, it's still it's not my least favorite because there's no fucking way he's getting out of that situation. Nope. Now it's legit, and it's it, it's literally he gets out of there because the plot demands that you have somebody who knows how to like use the technology of the yep. hive to get out. Fuck that. It's a good script. What can I say? <laughs> uh, my least favorite is when they kill their first zombie, just because of how incredibly stupid it looks. The one guy shooting... I think that's the revolver guy. Revolver and Michelle, guy. Michelle Rodriguez, or Rain, is using the automatic weapon. The ju- the one zombie just jumps backwards. Like, they launched it off a jump pad. It gets shot, like, five it, times. She flies so far. It gets, like, one shot to the knee, two shots to the knee, two to the chest. He fires, like, one more, and that's when Rain opens up on him, on her. And... As soon as the trigger gets pulled and she starts unloading bullets, that zombie flies <laughs> across the room. And they still, despite having shot all of those bullets, not one of them... It was a headshot. Hit, yeah, not one of them was a headshot. Ridiculous. That's so stupid. It and almost defies all odds. She, she's going, like, she's literally going, like, elevator gun. She's praying. Yeah, she's spraying, praying. praying. Spray, yeah, she's like going all the way up and all the way down. Not one of those bullets hit her in the head. Fuck that idea. Yeah, this movie's stupid. Let's read it. Cool. <laughs> Great idea sequel. I like where your head's at. Here's the portion of the show where we rate the movie that we just reviewed from 1 to 6 Infinity Stones. If you give it 6, you can give it a gauntlet. Spoilers, that's not happening here. Which one of you guys wants to go first? I go first. Yeah. I have a feeling I know what you're going to give it. It's a sequel. Go ahead. One stone. <laughs> Nailed it. I never want to see this again. I'm sorry that I had to see it to begin with. <laughs> and I haven't felt that way about one of the, these movies for a long time. Barbed Wire was somewhat enjoyable at times. Like for, it's you know, reasons. Yeah. Well, it's a stupid premise. But once you realize it's like a Casablanca ripoff, you're just kind of looking for that going forward. This has absolutely nothing going for it. It's incredibly dumb. They made this movie knowing they're going to make a second one. Right? It did it, it, this movie could have bombed in theaters, which it didn't surprisingly, and they still would have made that second. It probably would have been direct to something. Two thousand two is a crazy time. Ugh. This this movie is going is successful for the exact same movie that other really 
bad movies that make a lot of money are successful. It's got a name attached to it that people will inevitably go see. Things in the DCEU, those movies aren't exactly great, but they always make money. Why? Because people want to see Batman movies. People want to see Wonder Woman movies. People want to see the Justice League. It has nothing to do with whether or not these movies are good anymore. Sometimes it's just the right name at the right time. I get it. And I guess Assassin's Creed, which was a terrible movie, was the wrong name at the wrong time because they're never making a sequel to that. No, no, no. Uh, that was not, not a big enough video game franchise to carry a movie the, franchise. That is such a... People that like Assassin's Creed, myself included, really like Assassin's Creed. But like, it's not nearly as broad enough of a fan base for that to have made sense. Resident Evil has been around for so long. Yep. So many people have played Resident Evil. One stone. Corey, what are you giving it? I'm giving it just barely above sequel. I'm giving it two stones. And I am only giving it two stones for one reason and one reason only. It spawned a franchise that makes it better. So if I am going on like a binge and I'm just watching these ridiculous movies, I'm going to have to watch it again. It's the only reason this thing doesn't get one stone is because at least they made it to lay really shitty groundwork but groundwork nevertheless to make them better movies that have come after it on this show i disagree with a lot of opinions but i never say you're flat out wrong you're flat out wrong that's <laughs> your opinion my friend it's oh nope it, it exists it exists in a franchise it is the groundwork whether it's good or not is completely irrelevant super great no it's completely relevant for rating <laughs> the only reason it's getting more than one stone is because it's because they made a second one. No, it's because <laughs> without this movie having been created, they wouldn't have made a second one. This movie has to exist for the second one to exist. By logic, yes, but it's still bad. Terribly, terribly bad. Which is why it's getting two stones, which is exactly where it should be. No. It's too high. It's one stone too high. Okay. That was great, guys. Uh. I love that back and forth. I think this movie is really bad. I don't like it. It's boring. I'm never watching it again. I'm giving it one stone. I've been, I've been, somehow I've been off the last couple weeks, guys. I mean, you're entitled to give it whatever rating yes. you want. No, I get it. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying for me, I, I can't stand watching this movie. I oh, can't stand I... that they killed off the best actor in the movie so early. At least he got the best death. Yeah, the, Admittedly, the one thing that was we'll the best say, that was the coolest death, and Mila Jovovich is nice to look at in this movie, at least in the first half, and before she gets all gross and sweaty and bloody. And she never know. really did it for me. I don't yeah. know why. Teaches on certain movies. This one's a good one. Well, it's not a good one, but it's not a bad for her. one. But yeah, one stone. This movie sucks. Oh, the like movie it. definitely sucks. No doubt, this movie sucks. Those are our scores for Resident Evil. If you agree or disagree, you know what? You should let us know your favorite Resident Evil movie in the series by sending us an email to zthpodcast.gmail.com. Boom. Boom! Send us your favorite Resident Evil gif on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you rebought Resident Evil 2, the remaster version, please take a photo of your game disc and send that over to us at zthpodcast on Instagram. Tell us your favorite Resident Evil video game. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, or search for us in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an E-S. You can find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Give us a five-star rating. And if you want to leave a review letting us know why you loved our Resident Evil episode so much, that'd be cool. And also subscribe to the show. Let people know about it offline. Use those conversation skills you've been working on. We work on them every week. Doing, doing the show. Good. Yeah, yes. I got All you. All right, okay, good. I wasn't sure if you are following. You're giving me a blank stare. I've been up since four. Oof. All right, let's end this. You can go home. <laughs> Thanks Welcome for... back to school, guys. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to school. Sorry, Corey. If yeah, you attend right. school. Thanks for joining us for the Resident Evil episode. Next time, the dream is coming true. We're going to be doing Fast Five. I fucking hate everything. <laughs> I did this. Listener request month. Corey did actually randomly pick this out of a list of movies. It was meant to be. It was great. He's so happy slash not happy about it. It was a great moment. I wish it was on record. It was an excellent moment. <laughs> Can we tell him the story? Do we want to just do that? Because we, we've, we've teased it now. Yeah, so the listener sure. request we had listed on a piece of paper. We have five movies left. We have five movies left. I and said the only one I don't want to do is Fast Five. It's the only one I'm not excited about. We're not going to tell you what the other movies are. But since they are listed on the paper one through five, and Joe's the only one who really knows the order in which they were written in, 
even though he read it once before. I said, Corey, just pick a number between one and five. We'll do the, <laughs> and that's the movie we'll do. And he picked three. And the me and Joe goes, ooh, I think that's fast <laughs> five. And it really was It fast sure five. was. It was outstanding. And the rest is going to be history. Yes. I fucking did this. We were doing this at some point anyway. Sure. So, it's okay. It's happening Take now. solace in that. It's true, actually. That's fair. Join us next time for Fast Five. And until then, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. God help you if your favorite movie is Resident <laughs> Evil. You should see at least one of the other Resident Evil movies. I think that this might be the first time that that doesn't hold true. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Every movie is someone's favorite. I just... I'm just... I'm Okay. I think this might be the first time you're wrong about that. If you if you read the IMDb comments, it's people's favorite movie. That's fucking unbelievable. I know. Also probably on Metacritic. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's fair. But that's a discussion for a different day. Ugh. No, it's not. I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> and we're not, because this episode's over. Take care, everyone. <laughs>